0: thirty six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work
1: I honestly man, this is this is big. This is big. Yeah. Well, this is big with a B I G. bit BFG. No, this is not BFG. This is B I G because Today, all you listeners who are listening in right now... On actually, your... he's, he's, he's our most, uh, hands down, our most requested guest. He's our most requested guest. He has, and you're probably on your commute right now, so whatever you're doing, just hold on to your hats, hold on to that rail, hold on to the steering wheel, hold on to your headphones, hold on to everything. We have one of the world's, all oh, the UK's biggest comedians... Well, actually, are, one of the world's. One now. of the he's... world's biggest comedians, actors, friend of ours... Uh, he hosted the Brits. He has sellout tours. He's in Hollywood movies. He's best friends with The Rock. He's bre- best friends with The Rock and James Corden. He trains with The Rock. He trains with The Rock. As you're going to find out, get ready for this, ladies and gentlemen. Mister Jack Whitehall. Whitehall. You said it before me. That's so un- Jack you, Whitehall. You, 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 when you lead into it with like a cheer like that, you're not meant to cut me off. You're meant to let me roll with it. Oh really? Well. You know, I just got there first. Yeah, but why would you race me in a competition that we're trying to succeed to make it great? I don't know. Just felt felt right. All right. Well, here you go, guys. Hey, um, this episode is freaking exciting. Jack Whitehall, Hollywood movie star, big comedian. I mean, one of I'm his best mate, probably. Well, actually, I mean, you always go
0: on. You actually everyone you meet you you tell them that he's your best mate and that you and i i never say anything but i've actually known him for way longer than you no well he's 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 actually his sister's actually
1: going out with one of her best mates well well i know him oh you're trying to say that you dated No, no,
0: no, no i've known him for much longer than you if it was a
1: competition oh it's it's not a competition
0: because you think it is
1: we want to give a big shout out to now tv for sponsoring us streaming service they are fantastic you guys rock um now tv you're awesome you awesome um hey so listen enjoy the episode with mr jack whitehall buddy uh, i know you be listening to this thank you so much for coming on jack the, that, um you whitehall n- not only jack and i'm talking to you now jack so you are listening he won't listen to it of course he'll be he doesn't listening. listen to his own work he does listen to it he just thank you for coming on you're not only talented you're charming A lovely little combo to be with. Okay, here you go. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy it. Jack Whitehall on the Private Parts Podcast. On the Private Parts Podcast. Enjoy. Are we we, we rolling? Dude, we are freaking rolling in life, man. We're rolling in life. We're rolling. Well, you roll most evenings, if you know what I mean. Jiu-Jitsu, yeah. uh, Do you not do the sponsorship bit live? You, no, you, I only came because I wanted to hear you
2: do the sponsorship bit. Yeah, we, I love it when you do that. You do And it. you sound like you're about to crack up.
0: No,
1: I'm not about to and crack Franny up.
2: Franny really goes for it. Oh, on the, on the it, sponsorship? Yeah, yeah, I always want to buy whatever it is you're selling. Well, you have that You're not gift. the only one. Jamie Don't does really. not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Firstly, every single thing that we sell on this, I love. <laughs> yeah. you know, the reason why we sell it is because we go, God, that would be cool to sell. And that's the reason why we do it. You know, it's all authentic. Okay. Right. Even that sounds scripted. No, it doesn't
0: sound scripted. I've got those scripts in front of me. It does if, not. If I were to describe you in one word, I don't know if authentic would be... No.
1: I? <laughs> what, what, how would you describe me then? Inauthentic. Not, what do you mean I'm inauthentic? I, I'm authentic. I'm like, if I, was, if I was like a product, right, I would be I would be like... But look at what those, you're wearing. With those dodgy sweets. No, I would not be. I'd be like a blender. I'd be a blender. But so you're wearing, you're wearing a
0: Yankees... Baseball cap yeah. Backwards. backwards. Yeah,
1: I, I love New York and I love Yankees. Go you've got again. a tattoo
0: of a palm tree.
1: Mm, I love the beach. <laughs> right, it's all authentic. Keep
0: going. Okay, and uh, you've got what, what? What is that? What is that? Uh, the on your necklace? What is that? It's a pendant. It's, it's a pendant th- of a face of whose face is that? A little boy. Why do you have a little
1: boy's? face Because you are on a
2: little boy and you'll never grow up. You're like Peter Pan.
1: Yeah, because I love little boys. That's why. <laughs>
2: Francis, please shut this down In terms of innocence Francis, you're the voice
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, Well, sense. I mean, I, I guess it is, that's, that's the one moment of honesty The one moment of, one moment of authenticity when you said that you love little boys
1: <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to Private Parts Podcast This is where we read the most intimate and sort of details of our lives Joined us today, very exciting, Mr Jack Whitehall Hello how are you, buddy?
2: Very good, thank you. It's nice to be on the Private Parts Podcast.
1: Have you been waiting I, for a long time? I've been
2: waiting for a long time. Just up. plucking up yeah. the courage to text Jamie and beg him to get me on.
1: This is, do you know what it was? And I, this is true. I I got a message and it was late at night and I blink comes up. Do you know Jack? For is some Blink reason,
2: Blink and other of the products that you join. And- no, Blink is no. not another product. Oh, sorry, I thought that's something you've been endorsed. But to but with Jack, tr- and I, in.
1: Jack, and I, for some reason, normally when I get a text message, it's normally Jack. For some reason, we don't WhatsApp. We we text each other. Yeah,
2: I'm quite old school like that.
1: So do you text other yeah. people?
2: Sorry,
0: do you text other oh, people? No, we just text you.
2: Yeah, right? I, no, I text everyone. I text you know everyone. WhatsApp or anything like that. I do a bit of WhatsApping. Yeah.
1: Okay. Did you I was,
2: receive the text on your Samsung phone?
1: No, I, my Samsung Galaxy, which you can get at the Carpenter Warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> but I got, I got this text came up and it said, it was Jack Whitehall. And it said, uh, just listen to the podcast with Tom Lucy. Frickin' hilarious. Hilarious.
2: Really funny.
1: Really funny. This uh,
2: is not going to be as funny as that podcast. Yeah, well, trust well, me.
1: We get into it, man. Trust no. me. We start rolling the night as young.
2: That's CCF stuff. I mean, it's niche material, but yeah. I am the perfect crowd for CCF-based banter.
1: <laughs> Private
2: yeah. Lang and Lance Corporal Bull. I was in hysterics.
1: Yeah, but that, that's the funniest thing about it is that it is such a... It's such a niche audience, yeah. but for some reason people kind of grasped it and quite understood it and loved it. And what, have you, have you I've been
2: searching through podcasts to try and find one that talks about the big issues <laughs> like the ranking system of CCF, <laughs> and finally I found you guys, yeah. and I but, was over the moon.
1: But wait, so so I think that's how we, so... You, I attacked the CCF at you, school. You did, because you, so Jack, you were, you were at, at Marlborough expelled. College, weren't you? Expelled. You were at Marlborough College. Marlborough College, yeah. And wait, and so you did CCF there as well? I did CCF, yeah. But you would have done. You would have done the navy. You would have, You, you not have been. You hardcore. can't do the navy. Yeah, How do you, the can't, you can't at do the navy? We can do the navy.
2: Yeah, we can. were landlocked. <laughs> <laughs> <If> you <laughs> can't do the navy. You can just do the CCF. No,
0: no. We, the, the, aren't you on the Kennet and Avon Canal? Yeah, but you couldn't
2: get what like a battleship <laughs> onto that. <laughs> no, we did the the normal stuff like you did, like playing toy soldiers in the. In no, the we
0: had we had we had RF and navy, and you could go fly planes. Uh, you could do like gliders and stuff. Oh, so you
1: were you were limited yeah, but, at Marlborough. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I didn't. They also know. didn't I play mean,
0: rugby there, do they? He, yeah, like, we did. No, you didn't.
2: Yeah, yeah, didn't. But I didn't. But people. I, did. Thought, I thought you just play hockey. No, there was a lot of hockey, mm. and but I think there was people that were playing rugby hockey, as well. I was more
1: hockey was the worst. It used to hit my hand. Do you remember that when it used to like crack on your hand? So, it was Marlborough very good at rugby.
2: Uh, I think they were. Yeah, I had nothing to do with it, so I can't take any. <laughs> I, I also this is just a
1: memory that's come back. I remember when I did. Did you ever go on those like? So we talked about this with Tom Lucy, but you would do like an away day for like not the long weeks, but you would do like away in like the fields somewhere where you go and the camp. The Becons. No, but you do like a camp somewhere. Did you do that? Your camp. Yeah, memory. I think so. So we had that. And we had to do an ambush. We had to do a fake ambush where we had to lie in the mud or whatever it was and wait for a period of time until. The, like the older CCF boys yeah. would come along and you'd jump up and you'd shoot them and this was the, the amb- shooting that other people just like practice for like
2: for when you get bullied <laughs> yeah, for when
1: you get bullied that, that you can shoot that. them you yeah shoot the older boys but I remember we were doing this thing and we were uh, we were laying down ready to ambush and we had our guns ready that had like caps in them whatever they were. and we were lying down in the mud and we were waiting there like this and we waited for literally about I mean it felt it, two really, hours really, really. realistic probably it, it <laughs> Yeah, waited for weeks, wait for, like hours waiting for it. And then they went, Oh, here they come! Up you go, man! So we all jumped up, And I went, the most I went to fire my gun and it jammed. No! <laughs> I lay in the mud for two hours and then my fucking gun jammed. Well, what did awesome. you
2: do? Just pistol whip them? <laughs> what with the like,
1: No, I just bayoneted them. Bayoneted.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Killed three people that day. Ah. And you go made a prefect but, but I, I, we attacked our CCF it was right at the end of school and there was a boy who was very naughty who you maybe he was a very m- mischievous m- m- man and he decided that he would get a group of us to attack like the senior members of the CCF so we all put on balaclavas and we ran down with water bombs and we were throwing all these water bombs out them. and I stupidly asked my friend Alex, if he wanted to join in the attack. So we then did the whole attack Um, and there was obviously CCTV, but we were like, Barry was absolutely fine. It was called into my uh, housemaster's office and he was like, I know you were there. And I was like, no, I, I, I promise you, I'd had like an alibi all worked out. Wait, what, what foot- was your
1: alibi? What, what alibi? Down the charcoal grill.
2: <laughs> oh, sick. Uh, okay. And he showed, me, um, he showed me the footage of the CCTV and the problem with that was, like, as close to... Like obese, yeah. <laughs> he was so, he was the biggest guy in the school by like a country mile. And so, even in the battle balaclava, it was so obvious that it was him like thundering charging. along, charging down, like also like s- miles behind anyone else. So then, and and poor and Alex got like made to fall on his sword and like dob everyone in.
1: Well, he, oh. no, he didn't tell oh, what, he flipped, you. Yeah, he
2: did. He flipped. What?
1: Well how? What he interrogated? How how did it happen? Well the, the house water was water torture. torture. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it was waterboarded. It was <laughs> waterboarded. It's quite intense at
0: um, But
1: this is the this is doing. the thing I think, you know, you grew up so you we all around this table <laughs> it's gonna be a niche audience, but all around this table we went to, to boarding school. What was your did you like boarding school or did you did you not like it? Basically what I'm saying, would you send your children to boarding school if you were able to?
2: Um yeah, I mean I did I did enjoy it and but I think it's like each each kid has a different experience of it and mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. i know a lot of people that were there when i was there that hated it and so you just have to wait and see what your child is like and yeah but how do you wait for see but i did enjoy i i had a great time but yeah. people have always when you say it like Cause especially americans yeah. they're like do you do you speak to your parents
0: anymore and you're like yeah no I'm,
2: i had a great <laughs> time it was like being on a sleepover every night i had a great but time. also yeah.
0: in mexico so it's a bit different to some
2: of the yeah, b- some but of the I but I went I went
1: to boarding school at the age of eight years old. So I you were you eight years old when you went to the Dragon?
2: No, I was a bit older. You, I was like eleven.
1: Because you refused. Because you're like, I'm not going away from my parents until no. Yeah, that was it. 100%. No, I was just
2: at another school, and I was. Oh, then you came as the new boy, and then I came as the new boy.
1: Yeah, but I feel like I feel like boarding school is one of these places where, like, it, it's such a weird concept. The fact that you are you are taken away. From your parents and put into a school, and you don't get seen again. Firstly, when I went to boarding school at eight years old, I wasn't allowed to call home for two weeks to call my parents, and then I was next to. And I remember coming into the coming into the dormitory and had. had is that a person? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a person. Was was a kid in my dormitory in the bed next to me, and he would like shit his. Pants all all the time. Actually, I was surrounded by poo. Okay. He, he, he had white, white fronts, and he shat his pants. And then also, and you know, I was in his classroom. And this is no word of a lie i was sitting behind him in his class and this is like eight years old and he put his hands in his pants and pulled out and he had shit on his fingers and he rubbed it under his desk <laughs> wow i mean this God. is not desert island discs is it <laughs> no man this is not desert <laughs> island discs. this is not what we go into deep yeah it's true that's literally you, what happened no, it, it, every his own desk yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he did it but do you have your?
2: Oh, I was going to pour some coffee, but. I'm a Go ahead. Yeah, but I don't want to think about. But, do you, but Oh do you, no.
1: But Jack, What, you, what are your? What Thanks, are your? Francis. Where do you think your sort of your strongest memories come from? Is it from school time? Is it from your twenties? Is it from earlier? Where are your sort of prominent memories? They come from
2: probably school and Marlborough and being there, and those are most of my where I made most of my friends that are still my closest buddies
1: and and does that where most of your material comes from do you kind of resort back to those kind of periods where where you there was the ability to like have that fun have that naughtiness, have all those things and kind of that's where you draw it from
2: yeah I think now it is it used to not be I used to be quite sort of worried about it and talking about it and uh, felt like being posh for something that I was sort of a bit embarrassed about and going to a boarding school was maybe something that no one would relate to and so I didn't want to talk about it and I didn't want to draw on it for my comedy so I tried to do but why? Because, other things because, because you're young and you, you I mean well, I think people I think it's understandable
0: you know there's there is a lot of inverted snobbery in you know this country where people kind of think it's like you're supposed to feel ashamed of that otherwise you're 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 I guess there to be mocked right so yeah so I, it's, I so so I think uh And I was actually saying this to Jamie. I remember coming to one of your like, one of your at a pub in in Putney. Yeah, that must have been very yeah. Yeah, yeah, One of your one of your, and it was and it was quite a different quite a different routine to what you do now. Like, so what was the beginning? What did it start with? Well, there was like one or two jokes about being posh, but then it was like it was mainly more more self-effacing about that.
2: Yeah, there was. I, I actually started off doing like almost like in character. Yeah. I, I did, yeah, I did. A, I did. I did. I mean, for a long time, I used to go on stage in like a Parker jacket, like <laughs> Kenny from South Park, <laughs> and do like one-liners, very deadpan, not in my voice, like like talk like that, and and I did one-liners in a in a. Parker. So you
1: played a complete role.
2: Uh, yeah, and but then I. And then one night it was like, the lights were so hot and then I nearly <laughs> passed out because I was just like sweating. And, <laughs> yeah, and then I did like, boiling. Lo- and then I went through various incarnations and then finally arrived at being a version of myself, which is what I am on stage mm.
1: now. Yeah, but but but, th- but this is, okay, fine, this is the sort of scenario, but if you're, and you started out comedy, like your buddy Tom Lucy, you started out really young, right? You yeah. started out super young. And I think that's the kind of fear... You, you you start doing a certain type of comedy and you start building that up. How do you have the kind of like strength to kind of change that? Because surely if you if I was building up my image in the comedy world, yeah, you're building it up. You're a young guy. You're kind of people. Well, you are, Jamie. Aren't you? You're <laughs> yeah, this is me. Here I go. Seventeen percent sold at Lufbra. <laughs> gonna make it. Huh. But it's true, you know. We you know you you build yourself up and. You then what made you change it? Because you weren't happy in yourself or you, you have to? Because
2: you're finding your voice and that's the big thing that people do when we first start doing comedy is your like your comic voice. And they, you know, even in the early days, like comedians and reviewers and people like that would always go, you know, you're very good and you can write jokes and you're confident on stage, but you haven't quite found your voice. And you don't know what that is. It's this weird, well, this is mysterious produces, this thing. producers saying about. this to you. Yeah, people but say you'll find your voice. And what your voice means is like, what's your angle? Where are you coming from? What makes yeah. you distinctive? What, uh, it's hard to be playing a persona. It's hard to be playing a person that you're not. And it's hard to be doing material about stuff that doesn't resonate with you. And it's the same with any kind of writing. You write about what you know and you write about truth. And the truer it is and the closer it is to heart, then the funnier it will be, which is why I eventually. Started going. Yeah, I'm going to talk about getting a boarding school. I'm going to talk about real life experiences, and the more you talk about those, those tend to be the routines that were yeah, the best. That resonate because, with yeah, people because coming from. And, and so,
0: actually, on that note, you know, now that you, um, or, or I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that you have found your voice. It, you know, no. <laughs> I don't think no, you found did, your voice
1: just yet. now. Yeah, just
2: this moment. I don't think you thanks found- to you two, <laughs> yeah. I found my
1: voice. I have what? been I, searching. How- when but I was watching in the O2 In 15,000 people I was like He doesn't know what he's he doing doesn't. No, He doesn't <laughs> He hasn't I, got I, his actually, voice I see, I see what he's trying to do But he hasn't quite
0: found his he voice He needs to come on a podcast <laughs> but,
2: but, uh, And have a little look inside <laughs> And we'll find we'll it get <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get
0: into that soul of his We'll re- yeah, get nice to the with. root No but what I was going to say Is is now that you have found your voice Assuming you have I mm.
1: um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes <laughs> we, don't, we don't know yet But um, Before I think you have But I was
2: metaphorically like
0: Yes, yeah. smearing my
2: poo on the desk, and now I promise I'm you didn't. I'm a beautiful swan. How, <laughs> Let's how, clo- leave him.
0: how close do you think that your voice on stage now that you found uh, is 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 to you know you when you're joking around with your friends or, or just you know the, your style of comedy when you're like amongst you know like I mean it, yeah because because there's, there's the persona which you say you had when yep. you first started yep. which you took on. And that was a kind of playing a routine or playing a a, a character. But then now when you find a voice, is it more in line with what you... Feel like you are in real life.
2: It's still a persona. It's yeah. still a version of me, and it. I think it probably always will be a version of me, and I'm uh, the the me on stage is not what I'm like in real life, which is why it's always a letdown to meet me. <laughs> yeah, or Any comedian. It's so true. Because when you meet him you're like, "What the fuck is this?" Whereas <laughs> you, like, there's no expectation. Yeah, you, yeah. It's very much. You it's you very much. Disappoint. You get exactly what you expect.
1: Yeah, but but the, but the, no. But I think the difference. No, I think the difference is Jack, which is that uh, between you, you. No, it's not just my. You are you are very funny in, in normal life, but you're on stage. You're just a h- more heightened, yeah, energized version of yourself. The problem that I have is that I have a I have a. with bes- your comedy.
0: <laughs> with your
1: comedy. <laughs> yeah, this is my comedy roots. What The one problem you have. I, I demand, I, or I don't demand, but I strive for that, like attention, right? And, and get the limelight. And so I have to almost heighten myself like a or Bunny, which is that, that there's sometimes at that point you have to step down from that or you can't continue that. Otherwise, you sort of become a you, you break in a sense. Yeah. You know, what I mean? so for you, if you I was that well, that's what for I mean. years. Yeah. So, so how
2: and did then you- I found stand up comedy and I had an outlet for it.
0: I remember. I remember um,
2: and, and um, we, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. I
2: just want to make clear I was not encouraging you to do stand up. knew it. I do not want to be held I responsible for inflicting that it. upon the world. You, Jack no, Whitehall no, just it. said
1: I could do it. I take I it mean, back. this is it. No, I you do. Don't.
2: don't take it back. No, I just heard oh, it. no, you're going to do a stand up
0: show now, and I'm going to be blamed. Wait,
1: look, I'll, hey, I'll give you some stand up right now for you. Listen to this. Here we go. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you're going to start No, but we had Jack and I had a very funny moment We, were in, uh, so we fun. went to Berlin together for, for New Year's And we had dinner I think it was the night after New Year's And we had dinner And we had just found out That Jack was going to Well, you knew it already But we were talking about you Hosting the Brits Oh, yeah, yeah And I was trying to persuade Jack That I should be his warm-up <laughs> <laughs> at, at the bridge oh my god I remember this <laughs> Yeah, and yeah.
0: you were probably deadly serious
1: oh yeah 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 completely serious yeah. completely serious I had this whole image that I was going to walk on stage before Jack and I was going to warm up the crowd there and all, and I had this whole vision that I was going to do it I was going to walk on stage and just laugh and this was how it was going to work what were you going to say and he did it
2: he did it I've got a video I think somewhere of you <laughs> doing the like 15 minutes that you were going to do and it was just
1: because Jack said I
2: left the room one it came back and you had your penis out yeah yeah I got naked That was where it ended. Uh, Oh, this would be a great start to the (laughs) Brits. Welcome, Chad White. Surprised they haven't started it like I'd before. They'd all be like, "What just happened?"
1: But it's so funny. What Jack said, which is so true, you said to me, "We we spoke about that fifteen minutes. Said do for fifteen minutes." And I said, "I can do fifteen minutes." You forget when you're being an entertainer, when you're doing entertainment, how freaking long fifteen minutes is. It's a lot of stuff to. It's 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 a marathon, especially when there's no laughter.
2: <laughs> when people laugh that tends to fill up a bit of time but with your routine it was just 15 minutes solidly of you <laughs> which does really elongate it
1: oh my god but also but also before we get into- I'd
2: rather have Partridge Green or whatever his name was Doing the warm up than you
1: doing Partridge Green, Partridge <laughs> Green. But, but also this, the other thing that I learnt from from Jack when uh, and before we get into all your other stuff as we, comedians. Yeah, but the first, also the other thing that I learned from Jack, which I find hilarious, is when Jack found his sister smoking. He cried. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, so upset. He cried and he was at his party. Yeah,
2: this is why you can't do a podcast with people that know intimate
1: details about your family. It's so good. So what happened? What happened? I
2: just saw her smoking and I got really upset and I cried and, When was this? Uh, I cried and called my parents. Or called my mum. So I like dobbed her in. I
1: love how you called her parents, yeah. your sister. My parents,
2: no. Well, no, at that point she was dead to me. So they were her parents and my parents separately. So, uh, so, what, so what happened? I so called you... her up. I properly... You, know, you did you sold I, her out i sold her out her. i did and so Stitches, what you live in ditches you,
1: you, you so you're it was your party wasn't
2: it no it was my friend freddie sybourne's party and we were there and uh i just turned a corner and i saw her smoking a cigarette and just burst out crying <laughs> and it was also like it was freddie's uh, 16th so you're Six. old you're old you're old Yeah, 16 you're old 16
1: and you turn the corner you're at a party most times at parties you're kind of going like oh what girl can I like hook up with her? whatever you walk around the corner you see your sister smoking so you cry and then phone your parents yeah
2: yeah <laughs> That's, that's No, that's exactly how it played out. There's no way of dressing this up. And what did your Because I care say? about her so much.
1: Yeah, I get I that. didn't
2: call my dad. I just called my mum and I was crying. I was like, she's going to get cancer. <laughs> and my mum was like, calm down. It's
1: going to be fine. Hey, everyone. We're going to come back with Private Parts in just one second, just after this.
0: Hey, that wasn't that bad, was it? Now let's get on with the podcast.
1: But it is amazing because your, your family is so close. And, and you are a really... Oh, so close. Yeah, we were said. so close. <laughs> we're so close I, until, until that incident, <laughs> and, and I my, haven't spoken to her since. And you guys, and do you think that's the sort of? Do you think that's the kind of recipe to some sort of success? The fact that you have a, you have a sort of that backboard, that kind of like close knit family. Yeah, do you think that's what really sort of drives people the, forward? The, the, no, I
2: think there's a lot of people that are very successful and do great things when they have no families yeah. that are very dysfunctional. Sure, but I think maybe it's maybe it's one huge I mean by a base. source of um, it have comfort. But for me i mean i i would not know what to do without them like they're they're a very important part of my life so
0: and all very good sense of humor yeah all they, good humored
2: they are and and i think i draw upon them a lot and they inspire me and they're funny and they're supportive and they've got good sense of humors and yeah
1: because i remember i remember seeing you when we we were at, went to the brits and uh jack you know jack i'm sorry francis but it's true but jack is i'm like jack's best mate and which is 100 oh, no. true. and jack invited no. me to the brits to sit Can on his table edit that bit out no we're not editing that out okay. that's true oh because you're you don't want other yeah opinions. well you would you could edit out of this podcast but he said it in every other one as well right? <laughs> leading so up to this to one you need to go back you need Le- to go back and edit. they're already me. out there they're already out there I actually posted it on my instagram today um but the thing is... So I'm sorry, we, I, don't I blocked you. You haven't blocked me. I checked today. <laughs> <laughs> Still there following me. Still right in there. And and we went to... So we got the call up to... Um, well, actually, if I'm going to be completely honest, I didn't get the call up. Someone had to drop out so that I got the call in for, for head table at the Brits. And I remember seeing your mum before. And your mum, who's super lovely. Came, I was talking to her about you going on stage. And she said... I've never seen Jack. And you know, Jack has, and we went to, you've done the O2, 15,000 people. You've done, so you've done BAFTA in America. You've done everything like that. But she said it was the most nervous she's ever seen you Yeah. to do that. But why, why was that? Why doing the Brits was it so nervous? Because surely that's a gig which it's live and whatever but what's what's different about that
2: any gig that's out of your comfort zone where it's not in your control and it's unknown quantities th- those are the gigs that get you the most nervous and also just knowing that that is an unplayable room and it is something that i'd been told by everyone i
0: guess because it's also you're playing a crowd but also being filmed yes so you're ha- who are you playing to the camera, the or camera the crowd?
2: and that was the key just play yeah. to the camera because James Corden uh, the producers the director everyone went that audience will be drunk they some of them will be listening to you but that's not who you need to win over because that mm. audience is unwinnable over they're there to watch a music concert you're just there in between um, on the stage talking well, whilst they're topping up their drinks or getting their seat back underneath the table and so that seat back from underneath the table well no if they've been like dancing and you know up on the table so you know like rearranging whatever their table Yeah, yeah yeah and you're then doing comedy to that uh so you just have to play it to the camera and actually it's a very liberating thing to know because then you can do stuff that you wouldn't normally do to a room whereby you're playing to a crowd so Wait, I, I did not get that. So explain so that again. To I'll people. explain that. If you're doing a joke t- to the O2, to yeah. an audience that is there, um, you have to do a joke that has the rhythm of a joke and a punchline that they will then laugh at. And Sorry, the punchline won't needs understand to be. But me and you, we as get it. Comics, yeah, yeah, yeah. As you comics, know, we get it. <laughs> as comedians, yeah, you need to give them a big fat punchline, and that's yeah, where yeah, you yeah, laugh, yeah. and yeah. then you will get the laugh because if you don't do that or you do something that's slightly less within the rhythm of a joke with a reference, for example, that's not everyone will get in the room, then you'll do it and there'll be silence and it will be notable that you've done a joke that hasn't landed. So with the Brits, I was like, then none of these are going to land. So I'm just going to say what I want. I'm going to make references to quite niche things that only like small amounts of the audience would get. I'm going to do a joke about Ollie Murs hiding in the toilets of Selfridges, which I wouldn't have done if it was a room full of people. Because I don't think enough of them would have known that story to find it funny, so I was just completely so you're hitting certain
1: demographics. Throughout I was your... just like,
2: I'm going to say what I want, and I'm going to do stuff that th- th- they aren't jokes. That jokes that are sort of hidden into mm. intros. I'm going to make references to things that are a little bit because you're not obscure. trying to win the, ru- the yeah, whole room. Because it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter. And yeah. then you do, and then I did it all to the camera, and and it seemed to work quite well because. Uh, that's really the audience that you've got to. But, do but, but it weirdly,
1: to. with that, I think that you know. So you were you weren't playing the audience; you were playing um, the audience at home, right? However, I feel like, and this is not just saying it because you're on this podcast and We want to butter you up. I honestly believe this. You won over the crowd as well. Like the crowd very much was engaged with what you were saying. Yeah. Like you gave that you gave that joke, which is so good about um, going. You know, hi Liam, hi Cheryl. We're sitting here. And this is my. I'm going to just steal your joke. This is this is how you should have delivered it. But, okay, uh, as but, as it. Yeah. So, hi Liam. Uh, we have got Liam. Liam. Uh, I was about to say Gallagher. Liam Payne and Cheryl Cole here. Hi guys. How are you doing? Why don't we give a little wave to the little guy at home because they just had a baby? And he went, "Hi Nile," <laughs> 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 and the whole crowd laughed. It was it was a hit, right? Which yeah, is yeah. which is you're not playing to the crowd, but the crowd are listening to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, those ones are easy because. Th- but as soon as they see Liam Payne and Shoko, then they start listening so, okay, so you, once you, you've got a big enough name yeah. to like and that's why with. you
1: went to me at one point I knew it yeah. I freaking
2: knew it and that was the only one that didn't land because <laughs> <laughs> they all looked on the big screen and thought who's that <laughs> okay <laughs> let's go back to moving my chair from under the table
1: I got I got a message again from Jack basically like look I want to do a little little moment with you in the Brits basically just making fun of you I was like I, it put me on TV of course I anything you want and you weren't there you weren't there at your seat i I wasn't there at my seat yeah you left for the one moment when i needed you You yeah yeah it It was it was so i was i was coming back from like the bathroom or something like that i don't know what i don't you and francis no 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 i was i was coming back from the bathroom because i obviously it was like a break and having a pee um no i i I was not doing cocaine in the bathroom that's what you're alluding to francis
0: (laughs) he thinks the lady doth protest too much
1: (laughs) I came back from the bathroom and suddenly I realised that I was, you know, it was my moment to be on television I didn't really know what was going on Jack was being pulled from every angle because, you know, you just had uh, you know, a good friend of uh, both of us sort of helping you out and directing the entire thing and doing everything, so I was brought to this chair and there was a one shot camera there and I didn't know how wide the shot was, so I didn't know if I was in shot if I wasn't in shot, so I was sitting on this chair and suddenly went, three, two, go and Jack started talking and I he didn't know if I was in shot so I just sat there mute not doing anything completely static I think I saw I think yeah. I saw it
0: and it looked like you were trying to like jump in and say something yeah, yeah. well just
2: as the camera just drove yeah. you saw the hand go down the back yeah. of the trousers <laughs> towards the table and I was like no I'm wiping shit on it yes Jamie we didn't need that bit that's, that's the you, bit that no. the they will so fill the it listener. in the listener no, they, don't. they don't no you, you have just to... infer you yeah. don't need to do the whole in comedy thing you got... need to finish the joke no you don't in comedy you don't and you just spell
1: out the joke you can just insinuate but i think also the biggest question figured that the biggest question you must have been asked of is, what of, okay go <laughs> okay, back to the brits okay we're back to, no but the biggest question you would have been asked and you probably asked this the entire time Don't as a, flatter so as a comedian.
2: <laughs> this is probably the biggest question this is you, the biggest
1: yeah, no it's the most i think it's probably the most common one you're asked is uh, you know, the, the, the flops that you have and the moments that you have in your career that you realise that you've bombed or whatever yeah. happened, you've been through those. And I think for people who listen to this who are aspiring comedians and all these kind of people, that happens to fricking everyone. As Tom Lucy said, you know, he said it took him two years to become okay, decent at what he was trying to yeah. do. Um, and have you had a moment in your life where you're like, this is absolutely shocking? Oh yeah, so many. And it's like
2: the the gigs where you tank... Are the ones where you you learn the most. This is a Jerry Seinfeld quote, which I, I can't remember the actual quote, but it's about learning more from the gigs that you fail than the gigs that you succeed at, and it's so true. And I've had so many gigs where I've absolutely tanked. And yeah, horrible. but is there one? I did a corporate in a uh, in Birmingham in Birmingham Arena, uh, but it was not like an arena crowd. It was like literally maybe ten tables. <laughs> in, in an arena which was I watched and I was like this is unplayable and <laughs> I had, a, so like, so so like a huge arena it was like a oh god <laughs> it was like a car ex, ex, they were launching some cars so there were a load of cars in one half of the arena and then ten tables at the other end all old white haired men in black tie having dinner um, and I was there after dinner speaker and this was before I'd done much stuff on TV they hadn't got a clue who I was um, they were just like a load of boring like car salesmen in Birmingham and I went on um, and I had to do half an hour contractually so then you have to hit your half hour and as we, as we spoke both about know, earlier you, you when you there's no laughs you get through it all a lot quicker yeah, so yeah. I did my jokes and I was done within like 20 minutes so then I'm trying to like pluck old jokes out of my head and trying to remember some shit that I can just waffle on with and the worst element of it was that there was the big screen monitors were up they didn't need the big screen monitors there were 10 tables everyone could see me I could I could I didn't even need a mic I could have just said it and they would have heard but they had the big monitors on but the monitors were also on a delay so I was doing these jokes they were not landing and then I could see myself moments later doing the joke, seeing it not landing, and seeing my face just like crush, and the, my soul like ebbing away from me. My eyes just glazing over. It was horrible. So it's like a delayed yeah, response. It's, it's You're watching yourself die back on a big screen. <laughs> so not only in did the you room feel it. it's like an outer body experience. So that was pretty horrendous. But there's, you know, a lot of a lot but of as you said, gigs. but as
1: you said, those are the ones that you have to sort of push through. And that
2: gigs with no microphone. That's mm. like the only thing you need need as a comedian is a microphone and once you have the and jokes and jokes yes and jokes but the well, microphone I've got, I've is, the bare, is the bare minimum that you need because if you go to a pub and they haven't provided a microphone you were just a madman in the corner of the pub <laughs> shouting at people and that's what i've been on occasion i do gigs you turn up they'd have no pa system they'd be like yeah this is the first time we've run this gig um and the guy that was going to bring the mic his van broke down so you're just gonna have to go on in the corner and then you're stood in the corner of a pub half the drink is there, just there to have a drink. They didn't also, know there what, was a comedy night and you're just there stood in the corner in your Parker jacket. Also, hey, hey,
1: also you look more mental because you're in your Parker yeah, jacket trying staring. to be like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> What's wrong with him? He's having some kind of nervous breakdown. Oh my God. Right, on that note, Francis, let's have question of the week. That, that the wasn't week. question of the week. No, that's not question. No, this, wow. is, this is the biggest question. This is our format. think of one. You, you have it in your head. I know you do. You're pretending. I just saw you looking at your phone, and now you're pretending to, to be smart. You're trying no, no. to... You're showing All off to right. okay. smart. All
0: right, okay. Parthenophobia. What is it? <laughs> Did you just pluck that? Yeah. So, what is it? Jack, go. Uh, well, the
2: what, QI what? answer is the, the phobia of paths. No, then parthen. Then. Parthen. Oh, parthen.
0: Parthenophobia. Fear of the parthenon. Oh, that's a very good guess. <laughs> <laughs> but it's incorrect. I will have. No, no, no. Do you I, have one? Yeah, of course I have one. Well you just Is that your, so that's your answer? Parthenon. Well no, because you told
2: me it's wrong now, so I can have another
1: one. Um. Parthenon, Parthenon, Parthenon. I Parthenon. No, parth- parthenophobia. 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 Actually it's a fear. It's the fear.
0: It's why a lot of people are afraid of you.
1: I know. Shush, I was gonna freaking say that. Um, it's the fear of someone with too much enthusiasm. No. <laughs> all right that's your answer so <laughs> jack what's yours fear of stop saying no then i'm gonna pick another fear one of fantasists fear of fantasists don't say if it's right or wrong okay i'm gonna go for fear fear of the path they're gonna choose in life metaphorically path then path and phobia fear of the their, their path in life but it's
0: p-a-r-t-e
1: Oh shit, what's spelling? What the hell? I don't, I don't, my, my, I, my, my dad and I are both dyslexic. <clears throat> my dad's worse than me. And he was writing a letter once, and he turned to me and asked me how you spell people. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> I used that on stage as well. No, it's yeah. good. <laughs> Don't open with it. Maybe you target yeah, it, yeah, it in the middle straight of the set. Straight on. middle in the middle of the middle of the No intro. No intro at all. middle of the going to tell us in part 2 you I'll tell you in part two. All right, ladies of got, got, your diary now. got my diary, Jack. Do you of got middle diary the middle you so middle
2: of the middle of the middle of so middle of the part of the so um, like thir- middle of the middle of the part of the middle of no, the middle of the middle it was middle of the middle of the middle the the middle the middle the the middle the
1: no what, what, what so you didn't even listen so what do you do? You finish and then go to the sauna?
2: Yeah, i am not gonna listen to it in the sauna.
1: Why not? You can't listen to things in the sauna. Can well why well, can't why can't you? Do you the, anything the you want friend, in the sauna. Can you actually? Yeah. Do, you do whatever you want in the sauna. Are you one of those people that go and do you, do you have I'd a d- <laughs> Not anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to Jamie. I, mean. uh, I, 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 I actually swear to God. There are certain saunas, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Were well,
0: those the ones that you frequent, uh, Jamie? Yeah. What, in North London?
1: Or? I, I I, swear to God. This is oh, that t-
0: Soho sauna you always go to.
1: I think it's Soho sauna. But I have actually... Um, I was in a steam room once. You know when it's freaking ste- steamy. Oh, I, and I, I, I've relieved myself. in, a, in a, <laughs> You, oh, you, that's you said you did
0: this in a... Um, in a sunbed as well. On the, you, know, you said you, you relieved yourself in a sunbed. I think I have done that as well.
2: I was in a sauna in, uh, where were we? In um, in Germany. I was mm-hmm. with my parents and uh, <laughs> you went to I sauna was with my mum and we went to the swimming pool in the hotel and there was a sauna there and we went into the sauna and we didn't realize that it was like a naked sauna. And this Norwegian guy came in and he was like completely <laughs> naked, um, like a big, big paunch and everything out. And he sat down and he started talking to my mother. And uh, my mum was just like, talk to anyone. I was like, don't talk to the guy with his dick out, please. This is already so weird. And then they were talking for a bit. And then he looked over at me and he went, hey. You're a lucky guy. <laughs> so I was like,
1: oh, oh,
2: oh. I just burst. I, like, I couldn't
1: oh. stare.
2: It's so like to like run out. He
1: oh, oh, like was that.
2: angling for a
1: bit of. Have you used that in your stand-up? Because I'm going to no, steal it. You can I, have
2: that. I have that one. Yeah. I was naked in a sauna once, and I <laughs> yeah, went up you... to Jack Whitehall and his mum.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, my diary. Every story of you is you naked. (laughs) It's always. Saturday. I went to a wedding today and I still find a bizarre concept. Now, I get the marriage ceremony in front of your friends where you can confirm your love for one another. However, the party afterwards now seemed like a competition to see who can throw a better party. And you can never get it right. If your party is too big, people criticise it. And if it's, too, if it's not big enough, it's still the same. The only way to get round it is if you sm- throw a small and quaint one, and then people describe it as cute in a patronising way. Do you not agree with that?
2: Yeah. I mean, I hate it when like a wedding party gets out of control, <clears throat> and you have people like ending up like, swimming naked in um, ice buckets and stuff like that. I've never done that. Yes, you have. I've been sent a video <laughs> of you at a wedding, <sighs> yeah, naked, was, like I, in an ice bucket. I got it's an, the most I horrendous got, video. I was like this is someone's special day. This was really, is the day. There was,
1: it, an, there was an ice bucket, and I thought it was a wise option to get into it. So I got naked into this that. A tiny ice bucket, <laughs> and, and then someone pouring like,
0: red wine all over stuck me. In it, yeah, was, yeah, you legend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was sweet. Talk about how many best man speeches have you done? Quite a lot. How many? uh three you've done three yeah
0: because so so do people people ask you to be the best man because they're like well i'll we'll just get jack whitehall
1: to do a gig at <laughs> well it sometimes <laughs> does feel like that no i don't I think don't so. But you, you have quite you, a lot
2: of pressure if you do a best man speech as a comedian you, too you, much yeah. pressure you have a but you
1: have a very close knit of friends so that's probably because you've basically got to write a whole new routine specifically yeah for you can't them. do if you yeah. do a bit of material <laughs> yeah.
2: everyone smells it a mile off so you have to to uh to do stuff about them. And I yeah. bet it's.
1: I was we, say that
2: like that's a chore. I want to do some new gags and I'm having to do stuff about this guy. You want to
1: test, yeah, test that staff, new mater- new, new new wanna you? I want to do wedding. that
2: sauna routine. Yeah. Instead, I mean
1: to say sincere things about someone that I love. Yeah. We had we had, can't do that. There's a guy, a, a friend of ours called who, Rafe, who um, is organising. You've got a friend called Rafe. Frankel Rafe is organising our tour for us. He's organising our tour. And France and I did a rehearsal down at his house the other day, and he was talking about his thirtieth party, and he asked to give a speech. Who's a friend of his, and her, he, the, the reason why they're friends is that he also did tour, you know, around the country. Yep. Tour with him, and got up, and he was had a couple of drinks. And he started giving the talk and it was going nowhere. And so he suddenly just turned to hit the material he was doing on tour. And Rafe obviously knows the, no. the tour. So he was sitting there going, you're just giving the tour. <laughs> time, and trying to relate Rafe to it. No. Which I thought was genius. Crow in yeah. old cricket honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <clears throat> Have you been asked to be best man?
1: Not yet. Not, not saying that I will, not but not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Uh, y- uh yes
0: don't yeah. speech but uh, I didn't do it. I didn't do a speech but um, actually that they're not married anymore so it's fine oh my god Oh, there you go <laughs> so that's you might a, get another chance
1: that's, yeah. a, that's a sign yeah. for that's a sign. sign for Francis also if I'm I'd honest, have you
2: on greeting in seats oh yeah that's, I think you'd be yeah, great at that oh yeah well, where would you, right you ha- wait, hang game. on where would you
1: have me in the car park no, got, oh parking cars and then no, coming in as an usher no, just it. in a car in no, the car park no, 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 locked no, 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 car in a car, car no, no, no. in the
2: back of a car with a little bit of the window down so that you can breathe what, with but a straw just yeah, yes just in the back of a car in no, the no, car park I'm up there Francis front of house no
1: no I'm up there straight up there holding your hand Panning you on the Holding back. His hand. We're not. We're getting married. We're getting married. Also, if I'm honest, I still don't think I remember past a dinner until I look at the photos and I see that I give a piggyback to the groom, danced with the mother-in-law, and was in every photo in the photo booth. However, I'm competitive, so if Ellen and I ever get married, our wedding will be the most gigantic experience ever. I can't wait. But it's always
0: the bride who. Sorry, the bride's parents who pay. So. Oh, really? Yeah, So it's a bit. It's not for
1: you to say that, is it? Well, who knows i don't know um
2: right i give you a a little oh i'm just gonna i don't want to take too much time trying to find it but because it's the best photo ever what is it which was when i was best man to my friend and he had two other best men and they all had like proper essex tans and i (laughs) had not um got the memo that i had to do the essex tan and i mean
0: is it good
1: can we we you
2: you post it on the thing we're gonna post it on our private parts instagram private parts instagram
1: we're going to post it's a it on private just. It's it's Go and check it out. While you do that stick around because we've got part 2. Jack is still here. He's going to give loads more gags. He will be listening to this part 2. Yeah, he doesn't have a choice. And also
2: weirdly, it does feel a bit like a sauna in here. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's get naked See
2: let's in part, get naked. part 2. Lucky guy.